How did the paladin turn the cook's soup into holy water? He boiled the hell out of it. Being a miner is hard work. My boss is always yelling at me. What do they yell? Dig, 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 and when you're done digging, dig some ore. <laughs> so... I was trying to impress this girl I like at school by telling her about this awesome 3DS game I've been playing for like over 100 hours. Finally, she just like stopped me and said, dude, you got to get a life. I mean, puzzled. I just turned her and responded, uh, excuse me, I have 12. <laughs> so uh, what do we all think is the funniest job class in fantasy life? I'd say the tailor. She knew how to seamlessly weave her jokes to any conversation. Eh, decent, but I'd go with the angler. I always thought that one had a real talent for telling jokes. Nice, nice. I mean, both of those are fine, but I would definitely go with the alchemist. Dude could even turn the simplest knock-knock joke into pure gold. <laughs> so no one said all games were gonna be this way. Backlog's a joke, a choke, game of cards at my head. It's like you always play two years behind. When you really need a boost to heart, to health, or even your mind. No, Cal will be there for you. She'll say games that are so. Matt will be there for you. When you're feeling that you're stuck. We'll be there for you. Welcome to RPG Backtrack, your regular deep dive into your favorite RPGs. We are a production of RPGamer.com, bringing you such fine podcasts like RPG Cast, your weekly news show, Q&A Quest, your weekly feedback show, and we are your bi-weekly nostalgia show. I am your host, Kelly Ryan, and with me, as always, my podcast partner in crime, the, you, I'm going to butcher these names, the Eula to my Noella, Mr. Matt Mason. I'm just a hired mercenary. <laughs> You're not a butterfly. Oh, you know, I, I flutter around between jobs. And a little, little bit of a cozy show because we've just got cast joining us, but all three of us have played this game that we're this cozy game that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I, I had to question whether or not it was a cozy game because of the action combat. And cast, you're like, oh yeah, it's a cozy game. Yeah, it's Before not that, like the battles are all that are like you know, it's not like it's complicated battling. Yeah. Um, it's Rune Factory level. Mm -hmm. You know, a uh, cozy game before that was cool, sort of. Um, we're talking about Fantasy Life for the 3DS. Woo! Great game. Um, Great game. Um, hoping that we will have a backtrack lock and we'll get more information about it uh, this year. Or more, more inf information about the sequel, The Girl Who Stole Time, this year. Because I tried to look up a YouTube retrospective for this game. It was near impossible because of the sequel. Mm. Yeah, every... it was coming this summer. It got delayed. It was supposed to come out last year. Oh, I didn't so... know it got delayed. Yep, it, it, I think round about November they were finally like, okay, no surprise, it's not coming out this year. Because um, it got announced, what, summer? Was it the Summer Direct? Yeah. Or, the, did, the, or did Level 5 have their own thing this summer? I, it was the same Nintendo Direct as Etrian, because I was like, wow, it's a, it's a backtrack 
Mm, uh, yes. Direct because that was also the same one that was the Baton Kaitos mm-hmm, collection. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, this is relevant to so, so many backtrackers' <laughs> interests. <laughs> um, but but yeah, I was really excited for that. And isn't there also wasn't there also a mobile game that didn't come here? Yes, yeah, and it's it's already been discontinued. I'm I am not surprised. Wasn't it? Uh, what am I trying to think of? It was very like a city building game. It wasn't even anything super like the game itself. I, I honestly don't remember. I just remember like, oh, Fantasy Life Seagull. Oh, yeah, oh, it was oh. Fantasy Life Online, it was called. It was initially Fantasy Life 2. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I don't know what, what you do with, did in that game. Uh, pr- probably gotcha stuff, I'd imagine. <laughs> but that's okay. We got a nice chunky 3DS game to talk about. So we're going to have a brief musical interlude and then we will be right back. RPG Backtrack, where, where we are taking a deep dive into Fantasy Life, released for the 3DS in Japan on December 27th, 2012, and then in the in the U.S. on October 24th, 2014. Wow, it took us almost two years to get the translation of that, but I imagine because they had to translate a lot of text. Ah, yeah, there's a lot of NPCs, there's a lot of everything. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, 12 jobs and all this stuff with all that. Um, and I, I did, when I bought the game, I didn't expect it to be that expansive. And you, you have a theory about this game, Matt. And you yeah, brought, brought so, it up the last time we were talking, but I, I want to hear it again. So uh, I swear I've heard this before. At least it hinted at, like no one's ever come out and said this. But um, Dragon Quest Nine Level 5 developed it after doing such a good job with uh, Dragon Quest Eight, And when they developed it... Um, at first, it was an action RPG. Uh, you look at the first trailer for the game, Dragon Quest IX, um, back in like 2008 or 2007, and it's got four little people running in together and like whacking a big dragon or whatever. And I mean, it looks a lot like what um, this came out to be. Well, there was backlash in Japan. How dare you put action combat in my Dragon Quest? Um mm-hmm. And Dragon Quest Nine ended up being just, you know, another game like it always does. But it didn't involve um, people being able to play online together. Uh, Dragon Quest Nine was the, what is it, uh, the beginning of Street Pass. Mm-hmm. They they had it, it was built into the game itself that you could canvas people um, and get other visitors to your inn. And Nintendo thought so much of that system in the game, they put it into you know, the entire, um, baked it into the hardware of the 3DS. So it seems like, I don't know, likely or just it's the next natural evolution when uh, the next game, big game that uh, Level 5 went and did and completely made themselves, you know, they weren't beholden to Square Enix or uh, Yuji Hori or anybody. Um, they made Fantasy Life, which has a lot of parallels to Dragon Quest Nine. You've got a job system. Um I mean, you can see this all the way through Yokai Watch. They really love nailing their side quests. 
Um, you had the level five put the alchemy pot in Dragon Quest eight, and then there was alchemy in Dragon Quest nine. And I mean, shit, a full. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. uh, more than half or close to half of the jobs here. Five out of 12 are crafting and uh, jobs. And holy cow, the number of recipes is ridiculous. Turning it on the other day and kind of scrolling through. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did all this. Um, so, I mean, it's it. It could be the game that they're like, okay, well, Dragon Quest Nine was not our job class whackathon that we wanted it to be, so we'll just make our own job class whackathon. And, and yeah, once you pointed it out, I I can't unsee it. Um, I mean, I still get I still get those level five Dragon Quest Nine Eight kind of vibes when I play the Yokai Watch games. Like they have a very all, all their DS 3DS aesthetics. Like I'm like, this is you know when you're playing a level five handheld, like it's pretty close. Like, do you think Flutter was supposed to be the fairy character? And uh... well, you've got that. You've got yeah. You got the little butterfly, um, Stella fairy butterfly. Yeah, your little companion. And this one did have multiplayer. You got multiplayer. Um, you got a big post game that you can do if you buy the DLC or if you have bought the DLC because that's shut down by now. Um, yeah, I mean there are there's a lot of little parallels there. That that's just kind of fascinating, and I always think it's interesting when a, a game kind of rises from the ashes of another game uh so i mean i what i loved about this is i know i enjoyed harvest moon back in the super nintendo days and that's what got me to try um rune factory later when that started coming out on the ds and then like when i saw this and i was already like keyed into level five stuff by this time and i was like hey this is rune factory without the farming kind of yeah because i I don't know that simple kind of combat i don't know if you guys remember a hometown story um they were they were the harvest moon guy was kind of saying that that was going to be it was called project happiness and it was supposed to be like that kind of fantasy life uh i I don't know how to put it It it's basically meant to be kind of harvest moon but more fantasy based and then Mm -hmm. i heard chris try to play it and he said that it was just like watching paint dry mm. so i and i was really disappointed because i was like man that game sounded really fun and this ended up becoming what i thought hometown story was going to be in my head mm. well, hometown story was after this oh it was yeah 2013 wow it huh. came out in north america before it came out in japan huh like two whole months you know believing in wikipedia Oh, that is weird. Came out for iOS the next year. My gosh, 2014 iOS game. My goodness, that did not score well. <laughs> but but yeah, I I, I got this game. Fifty percent everywhere. I I got this got got this and couldn't put it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it just hit that perfect gameplay loop of uh, crafting, fighting, gathering more crafting mm-hmm. okay okay i've got to craft something so that i can level up my job so that i can level up this job you know uh-huh. you know the yep. the, the, the never-ending treadmill very yeah, I mean, the black blacksmith and the carpenter is going through doing my homework and looking at you know how do you get all the different things from everybody yeah, the blacksmith and the carpenter basically made everything for people and then you mm-hmm. know the tailor could do your armor um and stuff and just it, it all you know the food that would help with a carpenter you know built all your stuff for your uh i mean besides having weapons and other stuff carpenter would build all the stuff for your uh 
what is it houses and you have like six yes, different houses. houses yep yes i like it a little house. too yeah i like a little to animal crossing in that way yeah like, i remember it kind of brought me back into liking life sims after i kind of got bored with um the early at least the animal crossings before uh you know horizons came out See, it was I don't fun remember to decorate did, those homes okay i didn't know that you could buy multiple houses in that game and I really didn't mess with a lot of the furniture stuff in it. I, I was a little more into the uh, co- cooking and fighting. Listen, there's a carpenter class that I mastered. I had a lot of furniture I had to make. Got to put that shit somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm making 10 beds and 20 sets of drapes as a tailor, and <laughs> I'm going to at least use one of them. Um, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the crafting for a second, because I, I appreciate it when games make crafting more than just just hitting the button waiting five seconds and you have a chance of it succeeding or failing Mm -hmm. in this game it's a little bit it's a little mini game Mm -hmm. yes i was doing them the other night refresh my memory because i i I realized that oh i I packed away all my 3ds games not necessarily by accident but it was like oh yeah i usually check my games when we do a backtrack on them and i can't do that without digging through a box so i did i did my homework on these um they all had one of, or they all had three different like workbenches that you had to work at. Um, like for example, the blacksmith. You had a pail water that you know you, your guy would have to take the tongs and put the uh, thing that you're making in. You'd have coal to heat it up, um, and you'd have a hammer um, to shape the stuff. Now, I mean, it wasn't the graphics were all the same every time. You could be making yeah. a freaking shield or a sword. It was still the same graphic. But you had to move your guy left and right. Um, If the water and it would show you little icons on the bottom, like, hey, you need to dip, hammer and then coal or it could be coal, coal, coal. Um, There'd be a little thing on the bottom. And if you were dipping in water, you had to be standing in front of the water. You'd hold down the A button. If it was the coals, um, you had there was a bar that went left and right and you had to time it at the right time. Um, A few and then the hammer was just tap A a bunch. And as it got progressively harder stuff, uh, you know, beginning of the game, you might just have to do a little line of like four things. The other night I was doing it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I barely remember this. I would do those four things and it would be like, hey, cool, you're 10 percent done. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so to do like 10 rounds of four but of four of these things and you're on a timer, a timer is going down. Um, I don't know if it's because I was far enough in the game that you could use any job. Like I could go to the blacksmith. I was an angler when I booted it up the other day um, and I could still go to the blacksmith. But there's definitely a benefit to being a specific job because and again, I don't know how far into the game this unlocks or it's there from the beginning. If you're a blacksmith life doing blacksmith stuff every now and then a little gold ball will pop up on one of the other stations that you're not at. And if you got that gold ball, it would just finish off the row of tasks that you needed to do. Mm-hmm. So if there were five things up there that you needed to dip and then do coals twice and then dip again and then run over to hammer, you might be near the um, dipping for the water for the first one and the little glowing orb would be over there. It was just best to, you know, move over, grab that orb and like all five of those things would be complete. It wouldn't complete the whole object, but like at least that set of turns would be done. And my, my favorite thing about interactive me, uh, mini games like this is with crafting is that if you're good enough, you can craft stuff way beyond your skill level. Yes. If you're good and at the would, mini games. It would tell you like that came out great. And I want to say that was probably based on time. Mm-hmm. 
how fast you finished it. But no, this is, I mean, yeah, we were talking an RPG cast a couple of weeks ago when I was playing Atelier, um, Esha and Logie, like, oh my God, like every one of those was a puzzle. And I was like trying to max out everything every time. Like I want to have full, all six, four elements maxed out. So I get every little bonus that I possibly could, even if it's a freaking necklace that I'll never use on my character. <laughs> And I feel like this, too. You know, I mean, I got some great couches built by the carpenter. I'm sure that I maxed out and never did anything. with. But no, like and gosh, when we talk about recipes, um, you know, when I talked about Rune Factory, I've made mention before that just in maybe it was Rune Factory four or five that there's eight different weapons and there's like 50 or 60 of every type of weapon. So, you know, you're looking at 400 different weapons that you can craft. Um, this game also like broke the book on how many, um, cook 84 recipes, 105. If you go to the DLC blacksmith blew my mind. A couple of these had 139 blacksmith recipes, 233. When you do the DLC, uh, carpenter was 117 and 161. The tailor, again, a huge one, 167, 167 tailor recipes bumps up to 259 with the DLC and the alchemist, you know, making potions. There wasn't as much there because the other stuff was just a lot of cosmetic stuff. Um, mm-hmm. It went from 67 to 90. So, I mean, still just the base game had somewhere in the neighborhood of like 500 recipes and you get up to oh, uh, that's five, six, seven, 50, 750 with the DLC. Like it's crazy. It is. It is. And I, I remember and, the, the main story taking me forever because that, that was still when I was like, I have to do every single side quest before I even <laughs> think about progressing the story. And there oh, are I, lots of side quests. Yes, there are. That's a, a hey, that's a level five thing, just side quest galore. And I know anytime I play a level five game, like I, I I never finish them all, but I've always make every you know, maybe for the first fifty hours I think I will. And then I'm 50 hours into it and I've done almost none of the game, but side quests. And for me, it depends on the quality of the game. If I, if I'm not really having that much fun with the game, I'll, I'll pass on side quests. Mm-hmm. But if I, if I'm addicted to the game, like I can't put it down. Um, I, I will do every single side quest. Mm-hmm. And, and you're and right there with all three of us on this one. Yeah. This, this <laughs> looking at our play times. Games. Yeah. Um, looking at my I know that my playtime is like in third place behind Pokemon and Animal Crossing on my 3DS. I, I do know that because um, I, yeah, this came out after, yeah, it would have been after after Animal Crossing. So when I looked up that time, I was like, wow, I put a lot more time in this than I thought. <laughs> so story-wise with this game, um, any who really got a good grasp on the, what the story was? <laughs> Uh, not, so, not really. The, 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 the vague outline. You started off your you, start, you started your new life, whichever one of the mm-hmm. first jobs you start, and then a meteorite crashes through your house. And at some point after that, a, uh, you meet uh, this talking butterfly that just calls herself Butterfly, and you find out that these these meteorites are called doomstones, and basically the sky is falling, and these doomstones can make the local wildlife go crazy, and the the uh, butterfly is there because she's actually a goddess in disguise and wants to try to save the, the world of Riveria from these doomstones to stop the sky from falling. And she has done that by gathering the wishes of the people and, so, of the land. In no way like the fruits that fell in Dragon Quest Nine and the benevolence <laughs> that you had to collect. Not at oh all. Oh, my Got God. 
I'm telling you, I feel like they just <laughs> copied the yeah. homework. You know, make sure you don't. It's not too obvious. It's enough, so it's not obvious. Yep, yep. I mean, that's a common theme in a lot of games, but that's. Still... I know, yeah, yeah. I but do. I mean, stuff I mean falling like, from the yeah, sky but... and connect that, getting that. You know, what is it? Benevolence and nine, and what did you say it was here? What did you have to Bliss. collect? Gathering Bliss. Bliss. That's right. Oh yeah. 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 List. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I did, the story, like the story, was it? it I, I, I'd put it. It's, it's kind of an excuse plot, just to give you this excuse mm-hmm. to explore the, the land of Riveria to do all your tasks. But I do mostly remember how much I liked the writing itself. Like the localization was tongue in cheek. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. Lots. Of, I remember like uh, lots of smaller, like s- silly dialogue. There's this um, old man in a snowy mountain who was like a champion of some sort, and he was oh, God, short and had such a long beard that it could apparently hide his clothing because he was talking to a dragon and the dragon told him to put his uh, he's, okay the dragon roared and then he said okay I'll put some pants on because he's apparently not wearing <laughs> pants that long. or like uh, one of the like one of the uh, land, like one of the nations you visit which has some poor relations with the first initial area Castel it's called Al Majik they have a uh, their ruler is called the Dark Sultan and his name is Damien Hellborn like they had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> he's a very nice guy actually despite his title and his, his name and it turns out I'll... his father was having a prank war with the king of Castel. That's why the king <laughs> looks like an eight-year-old boy, because he was cursed. Not and, at all yeah. like the king in Dragon Quest Eight. The guy yeah, cursed. I, I was just thinking <laughs> it. For one... I, I, at this point, we're it, just fantasy tropes, honestly. So. No, I, I know. Yeah. Yes, and then uh, what else did I can? And then there's some for or like uh, it, it got like a tongue cheek or like uh, you visit a seaside town called Port mm-hmm. Port Puerto, literally just port and port in two languages. <laughs> And uh, there was a uh, like the local ruler there. I think she was like a governess or something. Her name was Olivia Pescado, just a Spanish word for fish. Fish. Yeah, I, I remember her. Yep, I remember that town like really well. Like I feel like I spent a lot of time there. It might have been after that one that I kind of sped up a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. and yeah, that was, only... was also a forest you visited too. Uh, there was like it's weird. They had these different conflicts going on, but it, it gets wrapped up in like this neat little bow at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because don't you go to the sky after that? Yes, after that you go to the uh, yeah you go to the sky. You go visit to where the god of the land is called Divinus. He's a creator god, but he can't he can't really stop what's the destruction going on. And it is eventually stopped because enough wishes are gathered once the goddess and her sister. Because you also meet Noelia, who seems like a bad guy at first, but she's just kind of slightly edgy, more than bad. The Edgelord sister. Yeah. Now, now one fascinating thing about, and, and just spoilers, by the way, but one fascinating thing about the ending of this game is that there, there was no final boss. Right. There was just kind of an end sequence. And I remember at the time being kind of upset, but then it was pointed out to me that by a friend on Facebook that like, yeah, they did it like that so that you don't have to be a combat class to uh, finish the game. And I was like, yeah. oh, mm-hmm. okay. If that you wanted makes to sense. be a tailor the whole game. Yeah, you could. Or make your experience. Because, yeah, I... I pretty much did combat classes the entire way and just switched to non-combat when I needed a craft. So oh, yeah, definitely how I played that. Um, how exactly could you fin- finish the game without doing any combat? Because weren't there bosses? There was some. I mean, I think you could still. I don't. I, I never tried starting off with like starting with one of the non-combat classes. I know that you can use weapons if you've trained up enough in one of the combat classes, but I'm not really sure. 
Yeah, that, okay. that unlocks at one point. I've, I'm an angler right now. Like I said, I turned it back on for the first time in eight years, and I'm an angler, and I am suited up with armor and a sword and a shield and everything. So at some point, that has to unlock. Because mm-hmm. I, I know for a fact that I, I maxed out, uh, or I, I got master class in archer. Mm-hmm. I think that that was one of the few classes in the game that I did do the master trials for. I did them all. <laughs> You said that, I thought you said you did most of them. Oh, I, I I went back and looked. Master level, I did everything. Okay. Or at least I reached the master class. I don't know if I I, I didn't master the master class, like because you can get like you can reach the master rank, but still have more to do. And there's still more to do after master rank. Although master is where yeah. they give you the uh, that cute ending song, like that cute like specific song. Yep. Yeah, and and that blew my mind, um, especially when the credit for the song was at the beginning, and it was by Uematsu, at mm-hmm. least for mine. I, they all are by Uematsu. Oh, they all are. The, t- the entire soundtrack is, I believe. Oh, okay. I I thought um, he just did the master songs, but I, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it says music by Nobuo Uematsu, and near as I can tell, no other composers. But yeah, I, I did most of the most of the classes. I didn't at all touch the wizard, the tailor, or the alchemist during all that time. What did you wear? Did you have pants on? Yes, I had pants on. <laughs> that champion guy. <laughs> but but for for uh, a 3DS game, what a huge world to explore. Oh yeah. Um, I'm I'm just so I was fascinated by how just a, expansive the uh, the outdoor areas for, for were like that first grasslands area, and I I remember spending an ungodly amount of time at the arpeggio because there was stuff there that I, I needed to get to advance uh, to advance my crafting. There's the desert area set by El Magique. You get explore a mountaintop, and and of course, if you go to, if you get the DLC, you got all of Origin Island to explore too. Yep, that I mean that added a lot. I didn't really think I'd do that, and it didn't take me more than a week or two before I was like, yeah, I'm going to be doing that, of course. Now, when did the DLC come out? Was it like a year later? Some month, some months later, I think it was. Yeah, it wasn't later. long. I, okay. I played it about six months after release and went straight into the DLC, so it at least was out. Okay. With within a year, definitely. Because hmm. when, when I, did we say this came out? This was in October. Yeah, yeah in October, October release. I played in the spring, I, so it was out by then. Yeah. I, um. I, I think by the time I was done with the game, I was kind of ready to be done with the game. So it's like, oh no, I don't want to go back to that when the DLC ca- came out, just because I like felt like I had just finished it, and I, I'm sure that there was another newer shiny game, shinier game that I was playing at the time. Yeah, the DLC added some extra additional like levels to reach too. You go all the way up to creator rank. Yep. So master master rank was the eighth level and uh they added what demi demi creator or wait oh there was three more after master or maybe you could get to hero then that's i i get master on everybody i didn't do all the master challenges to get to hero with everybody that's and hero i believe was the top of the main game but then you could go to legend and then creator and creator yeah yeah I don't know. At some point, I would like to revisit this game just because it was a a bundle of fun and my 3DS isn't doing anything else right now. So maybe I might boot up that DLC and give it a whirl. Eh, You're better off just wait until this summer in the new one. Yeah, that's true. See what DLC or if anything they have with that. I, I just hope that the sequel has the spirit of the original game. 
Yeah, I mean, like sorry, go it, ahead. One of the early release or one of the early gameplay demos or something, and the way they worded it at the beginning made me think, oh, crap, is this just a remake? Like, because it was like adds two jobs. I'm like, well, I don't necessarily have to have all the other 12. We could just do some other ones. Like, I mean, I get you probably have, you know, you're going to probably have your crafting ones, but then, you know, you're gathering minor woodcutter angler, you know, you get the, get this stuff for the cook, blacksmith, carpenter, tailor, alchemist. But I mean, paladin, mercenary, hunter, magician, you could change a couple of those up. Mm-hmm. I mean, paladin and mercenary, the big difference was, you know, you're going with the one handed sword and shield or the double, you know, the great swords. Yeah. And hunter, you know, bows and arrows, magician, magic from a distance. So, you know, if you changed one of them into something else, it didn't have to be locked into that. But I, I think the new one does have two new jobs, it said. And then just the way that something was worded the first time around really made me think, my God, is it just the old game with a spit and polish? And But no, it's seeing more as it throughout the fall. It was like, oh, no, this is a new game. It's just, at least from the beginning, I really get that sense of nostalgia. Now, did, did any of you get a chance to play the original game multiplayer? I did not. Don, I, I, was, I was hoping maybe you would have played it with your kids. No, I... So... <laughs> I booted this up when I, I looked, and it's funny because I was like, man, I almost don't want to boot this up on this 3DS. I almost went to my son's 3DS to put it in, but then I realized I wouldn't have my save file. Or wait, would I have? Yes, because it's on the cartridge, right? 3DS, it's on the cartridge. Yeah, it's on I cartridge. very few of yeah. them are on the SD card. That's right. So, darn it, I should have done that because it was beautiful to see when I started it and the last time I played, I did everything in two months and never touched it again. <laughs> Like, it was March 4th to, like, May, whatever, 6th or something like that. And I had never touched it again since that year. So, no, my, my I only had one kid at the time, and he was a, a baby. So, haven't touched this since then. Probably a good uh, bottle-feeding game. Yeah. Second kid, it was all the, uh, it was Bravely Default and uh, Bravely Second. <laughs> this one, uh, th- this would have been around that time. I guess he would have been a toddler by then. But uh, uh, t- t- talking about the combat I remember the combat feeling so satisfying. Yeah. Um, I mean, you, the- you, you had the lock on, which made things incredibly handy. And uh, being able to assign your different abilities to the D-pad. Mm-hmm. And most of what I remember is playing the archer and being able to have fun, fun with like the, sp- the spread attacks versus the sniper shots and mm-hmm, stuff like mm-hmm. that hunter class yeah yeah hunter archer um most of the time if, if there is a ranged class like a hunter or archer that's usually what i will play i really like that that is one of the ones i got all the way up to creator level the one i actually just re like when i was revisiting reached to master rank on mm. it is a pretty it is pretty fun and a bit more I, fun I, more of a close combat kind of person so i would i enjoy a bit more the mercenary and the paladin classes just smacking things around using charge attacks <laughs> And I remember being very impressed with the size of some of the enemies, like <laughs> seeing the dragon that you're supposed to fight later oh. on in the game, just kind of sitting there out in the open yeah. asleep. Oh, yeah. He's like one of the first enemies you see, too. You walk out of that first castle and yep, he's not that far away, sleeping on a hill. I remember there's like a terrain change there that if you just stayed on the road, like don't go up on that hill. <laughs> and f- fighting the urge not to mess with him, even though you know that that thing's going to rip you a new one. Yeah, you also got to be careful because if you have your weapons out uh, and if you have a say, you, you can have a, a NPCs join you and also a pet. 
mm-hmm. and join you in for fighting. And if you're like, if you have your weapons out, your one of your companions might engage enemies surrounding you. And if it happens to be like like that dragon or something something similarly very powerful, you could be uh-huh. in trouble. Huh? Hey, that's just kind of like Rune Factories. <laughs> Uh, by the by, big surprise! I always had a kitty cat for a pet, usually named after <laughs> one of mine. At, at the time, my old, my ginger cat Kiki was probably still alive, so it would have been, been Kiki. Mm. Did was it just a paladin that got a horse? Because eventually, you think, no, I think I think anybody could get a horse that you could ride on. Although it, it was kind of limited as to how far it could go, but it was a, a kind of a neat mm-hmm. way to go faster. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because really... I mean, the world's big. I mean. Hmm? I didn't really use horses a whole lot because you couldn't gather on them. Right. Sometimes you weren't out there to gather. You just had to get from A to B. I I know, (laughs) but the the game also had a pretty decent fast travel system in it, too. True. Mm -hmm. It just went to the... Did it just go to the hub towns? Or did it go to dungeons or... No, you you could go to your house uh, to one of the, like... uh, to one of the major areas like Al Majik or Fort Puerto. Mm-hmm. The Elderwood, that was one of the other ones. And Terra Nums. Terra Nums, mm-hmm. I think, was the one up in the sky. Yeah, Port Puerto was the second one. Al Majik was the third. I don't have a lot of memories of Elderwood, but I think that's when I started like speeding up. Was, Port Puerto, I feel like I spent half the game there. Like I knew that like the back of my hand. And because each town, it's, you know, like your, your typical RPG, they, they got a problem there. But mm-hmm. and again, you also have all your, you've got 12 jobs. And there are side quests out there and challenges to do for all of them. Because to rank up a life, to rank up your job life, you had to earn stars. And every life had challenges. And I actually just went through here earlier. And um, Hunter being one of the ones that I maxed out all the way to create a rank. um, Something like 80 or 90. I lost track in the 80s somewhere. How many different little check the box. And there's a list. It's just... Checks the box, you know, do this, get 150 stars, do that, get 250, um, do this, survive, what, um, get 750. Um, and they're, they're all listed as when they open up. There was a kind of go right through here. You were a hunter, you start off as a novice, fledgling, apprentice, what do we got, adept, expert, master, hero, demi creator, and then if you get through all the demi creators, you are a creator. So, but yeah, I mean, like, just that one had something like 80 different things to do in it. You know, defeat defeat a spider on this mountain. I shouldn't have closed that. But uh, what is that? Defeat a worker bee near the flowers here. Defeat a hoodwink. Defeat, a, de- defeat three bulls in the west grassy plains. Defeat five snowflake bunnies. Use the super scattershot to defeat 10 monsters. Yeah, so I mean, each one would have all these challenges. You know, catch certain fish for the angler. Um, build certain things, carpenter. I got way up there. I I got creator level on that. So you know, you had to make certain chairs, make uh, beams of wood. I I do remember the game do, doing one thing that frustrates me, where it does an objective way before you can actually go to the place to do the objective. Because mm, mm-hmm. I think I needed to go to Penguin Beach to get something and that area doesn't open up until later in the game and being frustrated that it's like i just need to get this one thing to complete my log and i i I can't tell you for the life of me what it was i i just that's the thing yeah if you focused on one of those lives 
and got it, you know, past whatever rank they figured the average player would be, then yeah, like the next set of challenges would open, but you might not be done with the, what is it, Port Puerto storyline yeah. yet. So you're not in the Almagique region, but, you know, the adept might have challenges for that region. So, I mean, I guess it kind of gated off how far along you could get in the job thing. You couldn't be a, couldn't be a hero in your hometown and, yet. And that, that makes sense on paper, not being mm-hmm. able to master every job in the game before you set out the front door. Mm-hmm. I just remember being incredibly frustrated that I, needing something on the beach. And I kind of rushed through the story at that point so that I could get, get that far. And then I, I feel like by the time I actually got to the beach to get that thing, it was like I either didn't even need it anymore or I was powerful enough that I could have gotten something else. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, a lot of the blacksmith and the carpenter stuff is, you know, make this weapon, make this shield, make this that. And, and so. unfortunately, it being a crafting game, it's one of those ones that you kind of need to keep the Wikipedia up at all times so that you know what you're looking for. I cannot recall how I did this game. I wouldn't have used, I don't know. I, I mean, 2012, I, I had a smartphone by then, so. Oh, I did too. I'd have been doing it on there. Yeah. And I don't Pretty remember. Sure there was not a fantasy life strategy guide. Back then, yeah. I love. Yeah. Uh, physical strategy guides were going mm-hmm. away pretty hard back then um oh and like I, 2012 they were some there were some i i remember getting the xenoblade one uh, for xenoblade chronicles x and then being realizing that the online one was a lot more handy because you could control f um what else was i gonna say i i don't remember if the game had a really good in-game encyclopedia that told you where mobs spawn and what drops from them they usually give a hint like if your mission is to like defeat certain enemies it'll say it's found in this area on a plateau or to the northeast or something yeah so at least gave hints in that case for, for item drops not not that i recall i think i would have to look those up on wiki because that does frustrate sure. me in, in crafting games when you have to go look, look something up in a wiki as opposed to the, in the game's in-game encyclopedia. And mm-hmm. even Atelier games can be bad about that. Oh, yeah. The atelier, I, I will I will Google and get that recipe anytime. <laughs> I'm not shy about doing that. It's like, okay, well, I know that this is in the plains. Are you going to tell me whether it's a monster drop or a gather point or... Oh, you're just going to be vague. Okay, to the Googles. And this was a pretty 3DS game, by the way. Yes. Yes, really charming. Really really charming art style, graphical style. Uh, one thing that I could not get over was how colorful everything was. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes, definitely. And I, I don't know if any of you tried to play in 3D. I did. I loved the 3D mode. I, I, I don't think I, I maybe turned it on for a little bit, but uh, oh, even the menus in 3D. I'm looking at it right now. Because I, I usually because this was before the uh, XL that had the head tracking, so I, I would turn turn it on, try to play a little bit, and be like, okay, it's it's boring. I need to dial it back just a hair. But, but I loved at least at least seeing a little bit of it before it, inevitably having to switch back before. That was before the new 3DS with the head tracking. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm running around right now. It's it it is it's really nice looking and oh that 3D. Oh, we got blurry for a second as it changed from uh, <laughs> daytime to evening. I was like, wait a minute, what's happened to my eyes? Okay, 
No, yeah. I mean, it, I, I loved, you know, like we said, the story is not the biggest thing here. There was the overarching story. It, it was just fun to get to know all the people in all these little towns. There was a ton of NPCs that had tons of requests for you and doing all those little things, as well as the ruler of each area, because you had to talk to the ruler of each area, let them know you were coming there. They would usually grant you a house because it, you ended up with six houses. You had a little place to call your own at uh, each of these towns and a lot of the carpenter work was you know building furniture for it like we said like the uh decorator in animal crossing or something so and you spent a lot of time in that house you especially in those areas lots to do lots to do mm-hmm. and i mean judging by the time i spent on this I, it was probably about 10 to 20 hours in each town just doing stuff it's definitely one of those games that it's very easy to lose yourself in. <laughs> you know, the kind of, it's like, just one, just one more side quest, and next thing you know, it's four in the morning. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's even a, there's a checkmark box next to all the stuff in the lives to earn your stars. Like, give me a checkmark box, and I will endeavor to check that box. <laughs> like, literally checking things off as you went. So, so that being said, are we definitely picking up the sequel in the summer? A very strong yes. possibility. <laughs> oh, I, it, my, mine's a definite yes. I have bought one new game in the past year and a half total, and that was Dragon Quest Monsters. And this will be because usually, I, 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 with the backlog so big, I don't need to play the newest best right away. I'm not the biggest AAA game. I don't think I played a AAA game last year. I was so excited, and this is going to date our uh, episode right here. We just released the RP Gamer Game of the Year, and I'm pretty sure we're the only site out there that didn't pick uh, one of the big two. Kelly, uh, did you read our article? Did you see what yeah, it was? Yeah, uh, Octopath 2. Which Octopath I totally, 2. I mean, I personally would have picked Final Fantasy 16, but I'm a big old biased fangirl, so <laughs> um, that, that that's didn't make just, our top three. No, it didn't and that that actually kind of surprised me but I, I i know a lot of people on our site uh, see david last last week um were kind of <laughs> disappointed by it and i loved every second of it but there is very few final fantasy games that i don't love mm-hmm. so and now i i yeah. think Baldur's gate 3 definitely deserved second place there because that was a, a nice chunky game i know that i spent hundred hours in there and I only got mm-hmm. one ending. Um what was the third one? Zelda. Oh okay yeah that that makes Tears sense. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. I, I mean but that, that knowing our uh knowing our staff, you know, we might as well normally be considered a JRPG <laughs> JRP gamer. <laughs> I mean I I loved Baldur's Gate, but my God Octopath I couldn't put down when I when I played it. Yeah, that's it's my only five out of five review out of a couple dozen reviews. So I, I was I was so excited that that won that. So I was like, woo! I know, and, and you know, you look around and RPG fan they had it as a strong number two after Baldur's Gate. So I was a little surprised. So, but you know, us, us, us JRPG people, we we like our turn based JRPGs. And see, uh, to me, Baldur's Gate was just Final Fantasy Tactics with a Western coat, <laughs> with a D&D coat of paint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once I realized that, oh, this is a tactics game, it, it just clicked for me. So, uh... But no, that, that'll, uh, Fantasy Life, what is it, Fantasy Life I, the girl who traveled something? The yeah, the girl, girl who stole time. Stole time, that's it. Yeah, um... You know, the other the other big three, Xbox and um, Sony, have had a state of play uh, this January, d- dating January 2024, dating the show. I'm surprised that Nintendo hasn't 
cropped up and decided to do one for the year yet. Oh, it'll be next month. I, I, yeah, I at least had a Feb- what is it? They got a February one for how many years in a row or something like that? I, I honestly don't remember. I just know that they crop up when they crop up. I've read some whole clickbeat article like it's been eight years in a row since they've done a February one. So we're going to predict February. And then they'll do it in March just to be contrarian. <laughs> but no, um, I mean, it's honestly going to depend on what else is coming out at around that time. Because... Um, I know the main massive game that I'm looking forward to is obviously Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't... I, I'd have to look at a list to see other stuff that I've, I'm looking forward to, but most of it's kind of front-loaded to the beginning third of the year. Um, like like as far as Switch goes, I think the next big Switch game I'm looking forward to is uh, Unicorn Overlord. Mm-hmm. So um, if, if it's summer by the time Fantasy Life 2 comes out and I don't hear anything else, that'll probably be my summer game. Um, especially if everybody else on the site is playing it and especially if there's uh, online, online multiplayer because we could hook up and hang out and do some quests. You know, just judging by the uh, large amount of people we have talking with us tonight may not be the <laughs> biggest thing that uh, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to have an RP Gamer uh, staff playthrough of this. Oh, like I said, it de- it's going to depend on what else is out at around that time. Yeah, um, although, you know what? I, I I know I'm not as active in our Discord as uh, usual. And, you know, I know actually a lot of our writers are not always posting a lot. We have, we have a very active Discord, but it's not always the writers. I know Tam's in there quite a bit. Um, yeah, I, I think one reason I think the Octopath Traveler thing was so surprising this year, because, I mean, it was my game of the year. But then again, I played three releases last year. Um, I didn't realize that many staff members had played it. I just didn't hear there and here and there. I knew you'd played it. I played it. But yeah, yeah. And I, the only reason why I even picked it up is because Amazon had it on, had it on sale for like forty bucks, mm-hmm. and I wanted something to kind of burn time in between whatever I think. Gosh, whatever was out at the time and uh, Tears of the Kingdom. I was going to say, when did Tears of the Kingdom come? Uh, May. May May, May, okay. t- May 12th, as a matter of fact, because it, it was my birthday present. Okay, because I, I want to say you were, we did a um, RPG cast around that time or a little bit before because you were playing Octopath and talking about that. And that's when I was playing, um, what's that, Cassette Beasts. Mm-hmm. And Octopath, Octopath Two just kind of charmed my pants off because of they they fixed so many of my, the problems I had uh, with the original game. Mm-hmm. So 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 yeah, um, T- TLDR. I think we're going to be playing Fantasy Life in the summertime. Now, as, as far as availability, um, I've heard that this game has gotten expensive. Has it? Yeah, because you know with the eShop shutting down, and I I wouldn't say it was a late release, but when did the Switch come out? The Switch was 2017, wasn't it? I think so. Yes. Okay, so if if, if it was 2015, it, it, at least the 3DS was kind of slowly starting to go on the decline so i wouldn't say it's a late release but late enough um i mean it was japan 2012 so i mean you're a whole five years before that yeah later for us obviously yeah um but I, i've heard the card alone going for 50 and uh, cib go hitting from 60 to 70 um there are other ways, though. Just saying. I have a special 3DS. Well, well, 2DS. Both of my 3DSs are special. <laughs> um, unless they figure out how to do DS games on Nintendo Online, I 
I wouldn't blame anybody if the, if they wanted to get this through other means. But that that being said, I'm hoping that the sequel is good so that we can at least support the sequel. Oh, you know what? Complete in box is not that bad, actually. Oh, it's not? <clears throat> Looking on eBay right now, $35.99 with $5 shipping. So huh. 40 and yeah, actually, yeah, they're all about $40. I, you know what? I wonder if yeah. I was watching a Canadian video that was talking about the prices then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this one's 13 30 with 15 shipping. This one's 38 with 10 shipping. So, yeah, they're all a little. And then when I say this one was 35 with five shipping. So, okay, my bad. 40 to 50. Yeah, I must have been watching a, a video that was talking in Canadian dollars then or something because they were talking mm-hmm. that it had gotten expensive. Um, so, so, yeah, I'd, I'd say if you see this and you have a 3DS, pick it up. Um, it's a good, it's a good time killer. Or mm-hmm. just ch- chilling out, playing something while watching TV. Oh, definitely. And let me tell you, if you like to check boxes, let me tell you. <laughs> yes. We got about a 700 boxes for you to check here. It's like, has uh, Rune Factory 4 gotten stale? Well, here's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I will talk about Rune Factory 4 when we get to our, uh, I won't burn my roundtable answer there. I, but, I uh, think that probably a good sign we need to get to the round table mm-hmm. yeah i mean like you said earlier it's a chill game um you like the gameplay loop if you love the opening town and leveling up and ranking up your people <laughs> you're gonna love the next five towns too yeah it never really gets super hard um i know a couple of the jobs were uh the things you have to do i think the, the reason i didn't get so far in magician um compared to something like paladin was yeah you Casting the spells, I feel like, was a little bit more challenging. You had to do a little bit more detailed button presses. But for the most part, I mean, it was it, it was pretty easy and relaxing. And just hey, go kill two of these guys. Come back, make some shades, make and, a knife. And your, <laughs> and your reward for your efforts is an adorable little song. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. It it had vocals too. Didn't each one have vocals? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember them being subtitled. Yeah, you will get a uh, 12, 12 songs sung to you in the carry the what is it the inn or the tavern in the hometown. Down. Roll cat credits tw- 12 times. <laughs> well, that being said, I think we're going to take a brief musical interlude and then we'll come back with the round table. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Back to RPG Backtrack, where we are talking about fantasy life, and now we're going to get into our personal feelings about the fantasy life. Um, what we did, what we were doing while we was playing the game, our favorite things. Um, that being said, and, and well, Matt, you sort of did the questions for these. Uh, did you guys have a favorite moment from the game? I, I couldn't remember like a single moment or anything, but what got me and i talked about it earlier is how simple and it was just the same three types of button presses over and over again for all the different crafting um uh, the way i explained it earlier was with the blacksmith you know there was sometimes you had to hold a day sometimes you had to have time presses and some that you just had to hit fast well going through all of them 
those are the only three things you could do. Like, I mean, if you were the tailor, um, cutting involved hitting it fast. Sewing machine involved the time A presses. But the needlework also was A. And um, was it alchemist was also timed presses or hitting A a lot. And so all of these craftings came down to three different things. You know, either hold it, time press it, or hit it really fast. And, I mean, I did... 70 80 challenges times how many different crafting jobs like it i did it over and over and over again and i just loved it like it never and having to move left and right and beat the time and if your time was fast enough you know your the quality of your weapon was better or something like that like i i could just stay in that root loop of crafting for hours like and I, I had not played any of the theater rhythms or anything before that, and now do the theater rhythms, all the three Persona dancing games. Um, I don't know if they were out or I hadn't done them by then. Oh, they hadn't been out by that time, no, at this time. But like, I I, I feel like this was my introduction to rhythm games. <laughs> Just crafting to the rhythm on all these. Wasn't there also an auto-craft for stuff that you had already made a bunch of times? You could, yes. Once oh. you got past, uh, yeah, once you'd done it enough times, you could just auto-craft. And okay. I did that too, but yeah, you know, oh yeah. And, and again, five five crafting jobs, and you know, like I said, seventy, eighty things to do it to get to master or the god hand thing. And some of those were it was like make five of these things, make ten of these things. So yeah, I was definitely crafting hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Power crafting. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What about you, Cassandra? Did you have a favorite moment? Yes, there's a specific. It's it kind of. I'm a little vague on it, but I it, it happened during the DLC. You first go to Origin Island and you're stopped by these guards. And one of the guards has this line saying that he's suspicious. He says he's going to take the information back to your evil tentacled overlords. And I just, <laughs> I really wish I had saved a screenshot of that because it was back when they still had Meverse up. And I just thought to myself, well, I know what kind of anime you've been watching. <laughs> um, mine was getting all the way to the final area and realizing that there was no final boss. And be, being kind of like, why no final boss? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Uh, co- cozy game. You should be able to beat this as a tailor. I just, I, mm-hmm. I always look forward to final boss fights and was always wondering what they were going to throw at me this time around. And like, nope, we, we just talked through our problems. But I mean, it, it's, it stuck with me because I still remember that to this very day. <laughs> and see, I, can't, I don't even remember that. But then again, I'm like, eh, I might have remembered a final boss. So. Yeah, I don't think any of the, there, there was like minor and there were minor enemies, but I don't think any of the like major areas visited had like a boss to end the chapter. Mm-hmm. It was all like, yeah, it was all talking it out, actually. You, you know, I'm used to your conventional JRPG where you attack and dethrone God. And this is just like, nope, let's just have some tea and chat it out. Chat it like, out, oh, then God helps you out. Oh, okay. Th- th- thanks, game. You you taught me that violence is not always the answer. Um, we 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 briefly touched on this, but we can talk about it again. Uh, how long did you guys play? Um, and your times must be longer than mine since you both did the DLC. Yes, yeah, so I spent a hundred eighteen hours. I actually added on like another few revisiting the game to refresh myself for this podcast. So I maxed out three to creator rank, mercenary, the miner, and the woodcutter. Everything else is is somewhere somewhere else, master rank or what have you. And like I said before, I haven't at all touched the wizard, the tailor, or the alchemist. Now, I must have played a little bit more optimized than Cassandra. (laughs) Not much more. I had 107 hours, um, and I was 
speaking of being gobsmacked, I was gobsmacked to see that I did that all in like two months. Like I started March of 15, ended in May of 15 and never touched it again until um, about uh, January 28th, 2024. So uh, um, I had four jobs. I had Paladin, Miner, Carpenter and Hunter all the way maxed to the creator rank. Um, I had three more as a demi demi creator, so I was working on getting to the last rank. So seven out of twelve, I went all through the DLC with, um, and then five of them I and actually oh I looked my woodcutter I'm literally one special tree away I'm one wood chop away from maxing out a fifth one um, but I did get master rank with everybody else I didn't skip anybody I got master rank with everybody else um, definitely the wizard was my lowest I, it was hard for me um, and yeah looking at my times we were talking about this earlier Cal um, Dragon Quest 9 was my one that I played the most on the 3DS and honestly, it probably should have another 50 hours on there because uh, I was kind of away from gaming when that came out years ago. And I know I put like 40, 50 hours into like a DS version and then just restarted when I got my 3DS years later and actually played through it once or twice. But Rune Factory 4 and Dragon Quest 7 um, ended up a little bit over this and, and not much. I think all of those were like in the 120 range. So. Yeah. They were they were within spit shot of that. But after I looked at this one, this was 107. Then I looked down, there was like one at 93, one at 83. And then, you know, 70s and 60s were kind of full. But yeah, this was a, a good dozen hours ahead of the one, the next one. And right up there with my top four over 100. And, and yeah, I, I said that Pokemon and Animal Crossing were the only two that were above this one. But this was also mm-hmm. uh, skirting, skirting at least 90 um, mm-hmm. or, or rather... It was somewhere between 90 and 100 because both of my animal or Animal Crossing and Pokemons are in the at least 150s. Mm-hmm. I did spend a lot of time in this, but I did not do any of the DLC. Did you Did you get everybody to master? Did you get all your songs? Oh no! Oh no! I think okay. I I think I only did like Archer and Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Either or the Carpenter or Blacksmith, one of the two, and that was about it. But I mean, I. I played it for like a month straight. Yeah, apparently uh, I played mine for two months straight. <laughs> and and yeah, transitioning into the next question, obviously my favorite life was the uh, hunter. Because mm. I, 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 I always like playing ranged characters in games. Right, right. And then I put my, I guess if I pick one, be the mercenary. I started out as a mercenary and I just generally like to smack things in the face of swords. Yeah, me too. Um, I do like a shield. So I went for Paladin as my favorite life. But um, Cal, just like you, Hunter was, you know, Paladin and Hunter were my two um, combat classes that I maxed out. And likely Miner and Carpenter were right there behind them. And uh, Woodcutter as well, so that I could keep making the weapons for my Paladins and my Hunters. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite max out Blacksmith, but uh, the Miner was, and the Carpenter was, and yeah, the Woodcutter was a piece of wood away. And, and I, unfortunately, I just, I tend not to touch mages, because mages are too squishy in games like this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that one was by far the lowest. Looking at the star total for how many quests I did, and I was going through the menu earlier, and I was looking. I think like my Earth Magic is still at level one. <laughs> so there's a couple others at like level three or four or five. I don't remember how you did all that, but breaking down all those things, like yeah, like one of one of my magic levels is still at one. So you know, 109 hours in, and I, I just really didn't do much with it. I got it to master class somehow, but did not. Uh, that was a fight. So so I know this is a portal game, portable game, and it's easy to play with the sound down but i still have to ask did did any of you have a favorite song uh ending song or otherwise i 
do remember that you would get those those cute songs in Japanese that would play after you reached master rank on a job. But I, I don't really remember them specifically. It, the music, it, I mean, sure, it's Uematsu, but the music just wasn't all that memorable to me. Sorry to say. There was one song that was memorable to me. Um, it, it was played in the arpeggio, and the only reason why it was memorable was because it sounded like Margaritaville to me. At least the da 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 da. No, I, I'm I've listening as you say that, and I hear that towards the end. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to the beginning, and then I went back, and I'm like, "Golly, that doesn't sound like that at all." What is Kel saying? And I see your note, like towards the end. Oh, oops, let me fast forward here. Yeah, because it, it was one of those songs that, like, you kind of just zone out, and then you'd hear that one bit, at least for me, and then it's like, "Oh, it, it, it's Margaritaville," and then back to kind of, <laughs> you know. T- tuning out the music, t- doing my task, and then oh, it's Margaritaville, and I- I've done that with, with a couple of games now, like uh, Xenoblade and Dancing Queen and um, Dragon Quest Eight, and uh, what, what did I say? It was a, uh, it's a small world. Um, I don't know why my ear just picks up certain music motifs. <laughs> um, so I I, re- I remember that this game eternally for having that and then that little song. But yes, I also like the little songs for uh, maxing out jobs too. Um, I, I think you can find them all on YouTube, by the way. They, they are very cute. Mm-hmm. They are, and they're all subtitled and they're fun little. I mean, they're all about your job and yeah they, they are ta- 12 tailor-made uh songs and honestly I, I i don't know if it was more of a sense of completion or a sense of i want to hear that song that i mastered all 12 jobs it was a no, nice no. cherry on top i probably would have done it anyway to click cl- you know click the boxes but and i'm sorry if you've already said this is each one its own song each one's mm-hmm. own song okay yes it is there are 12 i think there are different singers too songs. it's not like the same it's not the same artist I, I'm pretty sure you're right, too, because there were female ones and there were male ones. I mean, I mean heck, if, if I got a little song well and some extra money, I, I would be motivated to master my current job. <laughs> Product specialist. <laughs> That's great. Um, so so um, what about your special memories during playing the game? Uh, what you were doing in your what you were doing in your life? Because I remember this one very distinctly for me, but I'll let Matt go first. Yeah, so I had a uh, year and a half year old kid um, kind of looking back a little bit. I don't remember, like, how did I get that much gaming time in like really quickly? Um, but then I'm like, oh, yeah, he used to go to bed at seven o'clock. And my first one actually was a sleeper. Like, we, we, you know, a lot of people joke that oh, the first one lulled us into a, safe, in a sense of security that we could have another and it'd be just fine. No, my uh, first kid, like a week into week old would sleep through the night um and so put that kid down at 7 p.m and that'd be great um had a lot of time back then uh second the second kid it was all playing uh hundreds of hours of bravely default and bravely second while rocking him to sleep from like three to five in the morning or (laughs) midnight to two or whatever my two hour shift was um but no this one was it, it was just it was free i was i didn't have stuff to do it was pretty good now my so. kids stay up to 9 and 10, and I'm like, ugh, go to bed. I want to play Yakuza. <laughs> can't play like a dragon if you're awake. You can all <laughs> read. You can hear. I can't have you re- reading and hearing this. I was going to say play in Japanese. They won't know what's being said. But it's subtitled. They can read. <laughs> oh, never mind. Uh, Cass, did you have any memories? Nothing specific. Yeah, and I don't really, 
I don't really recall what was happening during that time. I wrote the review. Uh, I wrote a review for RP Gamer. You can check that out if you, on the uh, on the archive site. What'd you give it? What'd you give it? Three out of five. Three out of five. Okay, I'm editing you out of this podcast. <laughs> Off the show. Again, I really enjoy the game, but it's, I know, it, especially with the, the like the story, especially is kind of. Uh, uh, I mean, if, you, if yeah, yeah, if you're putting this up and saying, "Hey, here's an RB, RPG, an action RPG," and you grade it on an action RPG scale, uh, yeah. Now we have that title, Cozy Games, and on the Cozy yep. Game scale, it's better than the three out of five. Yeah, I, I would say so. Though it it can get old, old after a while if you're going for 100 percent completion. But oh, then yeah. it's not a yeah, yeah. it's not a bad getting old. It's just like I I kind of want to do something else getting old. Yeah, Correct. yeah, yeah. Um, and and my memory is that this was um I got this for Christmas at the first Christmas that we had at my purchased house. Because the year before we had Christmas at um, our apartment. Uh, so I think it was January of 2015. I, I was playing this, um, just playing it nonstop. And I also happened to get uh, Inuyasha, the final act for Christmas as well. So that's what I, that's what I had on as background noise while I was playing this game. Um, fi- finally seeing the final season of Inuyasha and ha- having a fantasy life. Nice. So, nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll always remember it as a as a great Christmas present. I think it was from my mom. So mm. so yeah, I I believe that is a show. Probably. I was should have done my homework here and seen what my uh, what game I played after this. Like what game pulled me away from this? <laughs> Somewhere I have them all written down. Um, you want to tell us what we're up to next? Oh yes, um, one I've been dying to do uh, ever since I played it two years ago. <laughs> Probably at around, actually, I think it did come out around January two years ago at around this time. Uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. The the game that I thought was going to be god-awful and ended up being pretty damn good. And I think the internet, the rest of the internet agreed. Well, they keep making, so I guess. (laughs) God, I want a sequel to that game, to this game so bad. (laughs) Write write a weirdly convoluted story about Final Fantasy 2 and just put it in my veins. Um, We're also going to have... Oh, God. I was going to say, hey, Dragon Quest uh, did this with their Builders games, you know? Let's yeah, just take no. these not very story-heavy earlier games, flesh them out, and do something completely different. Yeah, and, and, and it did so Why not awesome. Final Fantasy keep going with that? Yeah. I, uh... Uh, I, I'm not going to lie, I wrote off Builders as just being Minecraft jank, and mm-hmm. once Anna played it and liked it, I gave it a whirl. It's like, oh my god, this is amazing. I want more of this. Also, hey, weirdly, if you're a PC owner, I was gonna guess say, what? Seven years later. <laughs> weirdly serendipitous, they put it on PC this week. Yep. After saying, their uh, social media got a little bit sassy on, because uh, when did it drop? It dropped uh, the 29th or something, maybe even the 30th. Might have just been uh, the day before we were recording this. And the night before, they went online and uh, on Twitter, they were responding to people who had mentioned this at some point. Like, <laughs> hey, pay attention tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had, I had friends sending me like screenshots last night or two nights ago or whatever. Like, are they really putting this on Steam? Like, really? Seven years later? Maybe uh, some contract didn't. got lifted or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hell of a long exclusive. Uh, <laughs> I know. 
Yeah, because I mean, it was on Switch. It was on, uh, and then I mean, all over PlayStations. I have the Vita version. Yeah, because I I remember um, buying it the Switch version when it came out later, and yeah, that, that was the version yeah, it I came played. out before the Switch. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that was back when I was still physical, physical or nothing, and um, the Vita was uh, digital only. Um, yeah, I got gifted a code for that. Or I, I had it on my PS4. I bought the, the like you. Know, I had the physical PS4 version, though, instead of Switch, because I got it right when it came out. And then I was like, "Meh, this is not something I can sit in front of a TV and do for 30, 40, 50 hours." So uh, yeah, uh, go play Dragon Quest Builders, so that maybe they'll make another one. <laughs> And even then come though back for uh, alternate Final Fantasy takes, even though Builders One isn't nearly as good as Builders Two, correct. But I still want the I, I want that game to do well on Steam so that you know we can get more Builders games. Well, but, the um, after the second one, the director left I know. for Enix to go do other stuff. So I know. But come on, how hard is it? You got to re- isn't there like a uh, hundred other people that worked on that game? <laughs> I'm sure there is. He had an assistant. There was an assistant director. There were producers. Making games, making games is easy. Just take two and make it different. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah, that's how that I was going to say, you've got the art assets. You've got a block, a block of grass in Builders and Builders 2. It shouldn't look much different than Builders 3. You've got at least 50 to 75% of those assets ready. Uh, I, I, I mean, that, that. hey, that, that's why I completely believe that when we finally get it, when once we get that uh, Dragon Quest 3 2D HD, I, I think one and two are coming either with it or close behind. Oh, I, I believe you. It, it would be that easy. Like those I mean, those three NES games did not <laughs> look very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but uh, Stranger of Paradise, F- Final Fantasy, I think had one of the worst gameplay tra- introduction trailers I have ever seen in a video game <laughs> and the, the the game surprised the hell out of me and we're gonna get into we're gonna probably have a bloodbath because we've got uh pascal ryan m wheels and david and i i can't remember wheels's opinion but david loved this game mostly because he hates oh 16. yes he did yeah and oh he, he loved this be- game well before he hated 16 we're i uh, I know. Now he just uses his, his ammunition, but yeah, there, there uh, you go. Now the comparison can exist. But um, yeah, uh, we were gonna have the show on Valentine's Day, and Pascal was like, um, "I don't think my wife would like that." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> or girlfriend." <laughs> I forgot he's not married. I don't think my girlfriend would like that. And I was like, well, "Okay, fine." And then my husband was like, "Well, you're not doing backtrack that night. Let's go go out to eat." And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so and, I get and I, us. With two kids, we'll just swing by and pick sushi up on the way home. Yeah, yeah, because I, because I, both my husband and I agreed that Valentine's Day was only fun when uh, he would send flowers to my when I worked in an office and make the whole office jealous. And can't really do that anymore when you work from home. That just turns into a mess because the cats eat all knock over the flower jar. <laughs> so he just needs to send you treats that humans and cats can both have to make all the cats jealous of you. Well, well that now send you gallons of milk. I, I saw that now that there's a thing called plush bouquets. Uh-huh. Um, where they just have like stuffed animals like in a little wrap like a flower bouquet and they had a Sonic and Amy one and I was like oh my god that is so cute 
Um, so I don't know if he's he's probably not going to do that just because I, I know about it. But there are alternatives to flowers. I'll say that's what I was getting at there. There's edible arrangements. Love me an edible arrangement. Yes, that too. Um, but no, for, for me, Valentine's Day is a discounted candy day on the 15th. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Listen, man, um, we're not in our young 20s anymore. We <laughs> It's hard. It's hard to keep that all going for so long. I know. I know. So um, we'll, we'll be back with Stranger of Paradise. It's going to be a fun show. I am. I am looking forward to it, especially the mayhem. Um, also, the last skit I'm going to do for a while. Um, though, if you, you know, if you still want to do jokes, Matt, you can do them afterwards. But oh no, had- I'm fine taking the. Uh, I'm going to plug uh, Elden Ring jokes into ChatGPT, and I'll work on that that night. Okie dokie, because <laughs> I've had the idea for the skit for this since I played the game. <laughs> but um, th- thank you, Cass, for hanging out on this cozy show. Pleasure as always. Um, th- mm-hmm. Thank you, Matt, for uh, coming here despite a, a sick kid. My gosh, I feel oh. so sorry for the little guy. This is like, I what, know. two weeks? Two weeks sick? later, yep. Yeah. He had, he had a week of being sick, a week of not being sick, and then boom, sent home today. Like, seriously? Ugh. I, I, I could tell you, I don't think in the past two years combined, my kids missed six days of school. And then my little one just, mm-hmm. it's going around something. And, and, and now the, something else. And the most frustrating thing is that you it's not COVID and it's not flu, and which is good, but you have no idea what it is. <laughs> yep. At that point, it's like, well, there's no Tamiflu. There's uh, no this. Uh, the COVID shot didn't stop whatever this is. So it's just, you know, one of a million other viruses out there. Yeah. Drink a lot of water. Oh, I hope the little guy something, gets better. I, I do hope the little guy gets better because nothing mm-hmm. sucks worse than being sick, especially yeah. with the 105 fever. Mm. But uh, best of luck to you. But best of luck to the audience. And we shall catch you in a couple of weeks. Thank you.